Good morning on this Tuesday morning, and welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off on Monday talking about Jesus' teaching uh, through the uh, through the for through the Gospels, as in the Book of Mark, Luke, and uh, and uh, Matthew, where the writers talked about Jesus and the strong man. Of course, the strong man winds up being Satan, and his works, and the stronger than he winds up being Jesus, who came, and he spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly. Literally, Jesus took the keys away from death and hell itself, so that on the day of resurrection, those that have followed Christ, have believed Christ, they will not be held back into the grave, but uh, they will rise at the rapture and they will be changed and transformed versus those that are going to go into everlasting punishment. But in the teaching of the name of Jesus, the name of God's, the name of God, as we have been talking about, there is and understanding that Jesus was given all authority and all power in heaven and on earth. And in his name, he gave that authority to the church, the body of Christ. Not to one individual, but to the church. In the study of Matthew chapter 16, we have the event that took place that Jesus says, Upon this rock I will build my church. And many assume that just Peter himself was given those keys. But those keys were given to the church, to the body of Christ. And it is with those keys that we both in prayer and in spiritual warfare fight the enemy and ask God to help us. It is the power of attorney of the name of Jesus that has been bestowed upon the church And it is through that name that we are to bind the strong man. In order to do that, this is what the scripture says in Luke 11, 20, 21, and 22. But if I with the finger of God cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is coming to you. And the scripture continues, when a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he, in this case, this is Jesus, shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divideth his spoils. And we had mentioned that the devil has an armor just like the believer is told to have an armor, put on armor, the armor of God. Jesus overcame the enemy. We are to overcome him also in his text and all his assaults on us. Jesus, uh, well, in the word of God, we find in the book of 1 John that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. In Matthew, in chapter 12, verse 28, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God. So the finger of God is the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is come unto you. Or else, how can one enter into a strong man's house 
and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man. Now, here in Matthew, we're told exactly what needs to be done first. In order to take away the spoils that the enemy has taken from us, from humanity, we have to bind him first. Now, we cannot literally uh, take chains and wrap them around him. So then how does this binding take place or how is it accomplished? That is the big question that we have to ask this morning, that how is the strong man bound? And then he will spoil his house. Then his house is spoiled. We have to remember that he's the prince of the power of the air. He's the ruler of the cosmos of this world. He doesn't own the planet. He doesn't rule the planet. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. All the silver, all the gold, all the cattle, all of that is his. Then what is it that he rules? He rules the cosmos. He rules over the 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 systems of the world, whether they're social, economical, political, financial, etc., etc., etc. But he is not in control of the planet. The, the planet is the Lord's. The earth is the Lord's. So, if he is in control of these things, and that means he has taken possession, these are his goods, these are the things that he is in control of, this is his house, this is his family, you are of your father the devil, which is the, uh, uh, you are of your father the devil, and, and, and Jesus said uh, that he is a liar, from the very beginning. So he has an armor that he trusts in. And that armor that he trusts in is his ability to deceive, the ability to blind, the ability to manipulate the world into believing that he doesn't exist. Uh, and, and, and he uses fear. He uses all these different things, discouragement and dis- depression and, and apathy. Uh, against an individual, against the church. So he has trusted in his armor, but Jesus came and he spoiled his goods so that he was able to free when he said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me. See, he came to set the captives free, those that were bound, those that were imprisoned, uh, those that were not able to have the ability to have freedom. But he whom the Son has set free, then he is free indeed. In the book of Mark, in chapter 3, verse 27, we're told that no man can enter. See, no man, no no individual can enter into the strong man's house and, 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 and bind him and take away his spoils and his goods, spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man. And then he will spoil. So so we're told twice. We're told in the book of Matthew and in the book of Mark that the f- strong man must be first bound in order to go and repossess back what has been taken from us. It must be, the the strong man must be bound. Now, let's understand this word bound. We're going to read some scriptures here. The exact same scripture, quite a number of different translations. It says in Matthew 16 and 19, 
I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now, according to the way that the scripture is written, and there's tenses, and uh, there's a bunch of other stuff I'm not too familiar to 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 say I'm an expert in, in the area of English and, and Greek. But using the different translations, we get the idea that whatever is bound on earth has to be first be bound in heaven. So we have to find out what is it that Jesus has already bound? What is it that is already not permitted? That word uh, is defined as uh, forbidden, uh, not permitted, not allowed. So let's look at that. It says in the same verse, And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth, or shall be bound, whatsoever you should have bound upon the earth, it shall be, have been bound in the heavens. In other words, it's already been bound. That's why you can bind it on earth. And whatever you should untie on the earth, it shall be, have been untied in the heavens. So this is this is important for us to understand because Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. The word destroy is the word untie, to loose, to loose. So our Father which art in heaven, holy is thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So whatever already is as in heaven, then that we can ask that it be on earth. So if we already know what God's will is in heaven, then we can ask for that very specific will to take place here on earth. Here's another translation. It doesn't use the word untie. Uh, it says, "What? And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom, and whatsoever you may bind on earth will have already been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will have already been loosed in heaven. See, that is very important because it's something that has already been done by Jesus, by the master. It's something that heaven does not permit or allow, or it does permit and allow, depending on what we are loosing and unloosing. It says again, I will give unto you the kingdoms of he the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever is fixed by you on earth will be fixed in heaven, and whatsoever you make free on earth will be made free in heaven. Of course, the emphasis here is that whatever is going to be made free on earth must already have been made free already in heaven. So stop and think about, is there sickness in heaven? Is there poverty in heaven? Is there death in heaven? So, so when you find out that these things do not exist there, they've already been dealt with, then we can here on earth either allow or permit through the authority of the name of Jesus, these things to be allowed and permitted too. Many times we tell a child, I will not 
give you permission. I will not permit you to go uh, to such and such a place. See, you are literally binding them. You are not allowing them. You are fixing the perimeter as to where they can be and where they cannot be. You literally are tying their hands as to what they can do or not do. But you have not used a piece of rope. You have simply used your words and your authority as a parent to limit and allow and permit what the individual can do or not do. Or it's the same thing as the laws of the land. You are allowed and permitted to do certain things to go above and beyond what you are permitted, then you would be breaking the law. Well, God's, it, God's law, as far as what he has established, God is the ultimate authority on everything that is permitted and not permitted. <clears throat> and because of that, then we decide whether we are going to follow that or not. If we don't, then we are a rebel. We're considered a breaker of that authority. We are a rebel with a false authority doing our own thing. So consider this morning when the scripture says, I give unto you the kingdoms of heaven and God. I give you the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom and God in the heavens, in heaven will allow whatsoever you allow on earth, but it will not allow anything that you don't allow. And sometimes we allow things and we permit things to just drag on in our lives, in our households, in our family, in our job. And we allow them for the sake of, well, you know, I just want to compromise. I don't want to have to deal with it. But that allowing then does not permit or it does permit certain things to take place in our lives and we we have to deal with them now we accept them as they are and live with them or we can decide hey god's will says this and then i am not going to allow that in my life in my household in my home i hope this has been helpful this morning we will continue again on wednesday morning going through the rest of the different versions uh, as to what God has permitted and allowed or what has been bound and what has been loosed. Until then, the Lord richly bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.